Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, bed crimers. As always, I wish you the best. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out my channel. Let me just ask that after listening to or watching this video, if you learned something or enjoyed it, please do me a favor and smash that like button. Now let's dig in. Today I'm going to share updates on several cases, including the Moscow, Idaho case, the Delphi case, by way of talking about Kagan Klein and his upcoming trial, and the Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell case. Let's begin with news about Kagan Klein's upcoming May 10th trial. Klein is facing 30 counts, including some for child P and obstruction of justice. You may recall the name Kagan Klein from the Delphi case. Investigators raided Klein's home in Peru, Indiana, mere days after Libby German and Abby Williams died in February of 2017. Klein used a phony social media profile called Anthony Shots to try and solicit explicit photos from at least 15 minor girls. One of the girls he communicated with was Libby German, and Klein actually was messaging with her on the day she died. The prosecution has just unveiled its list of potential witnesses for Kagan's upcoming May 10th trial. Note that this witness list is not final, so more people may be called to testify, and some of the people on the list might not actually be called to the stand. Several law enforcement investigators are on the list. There's also a reporter, Kagan Klein's father, Tony, two former friends, an alleged victim, and an Alaska state trooper whose photos investigators said Klein used to create his fake social media persona of Anthony Schatz. It's thanks to the many social media messages Kagan Klein sent via the Anthony Schatz account that investigators discovered his stash of child pee. Barbara McDonald, a reporter from CNN and Headline News, did an interview with Kagan Klein inside the Miami County Jail in Indiana in December of 2021, 16 months after he was arrested. In that interview, Kagan said some very unflattering things about his father, Tony Klein. Kagan also admitted that he created the Anthony Schatz account, but he suggested that his father, Tony, could have had access to that same account. Kagan was basically saying that his father could have communicated with minors through the Anthony Schatz account as well. Tony Klein, if indeed called to testify in his son's trial, will likely be asked about whether or not he used the Anthony Schatz account. Thus, Tony will be testifying against Kagan. Many are wondering if Kagan, who has thus far only suggested that his father may have had access to the Anthony Schatz account, will be upset seeing his father on the list of witnesses for the state. And if so, will Kagan spill more beans about his father's possible criminal behavior? Knowing his dad may testify against him may also lead Kagan to take a plea deal. That could spell trouble for Tony Klein. If he is in any way 
connected to the Delphi case. But Kagan has a problem. Because of his well-known tendency to lie, he may not be viewed as a credible person. And of late, he's only been granting jailhouse interviews to those willing to pay him several hundred dollars. Thus, it would appear he's more interested in money than in telling his side of the story and the truth. Another person on the list of those who may be called to testify is Kagan's Las Vegas roommate, a guy named Dirk Hayes. Hayes will likely be called to shoot down claims Kagan made about living in Nevada in 2018, the year after investigators first raided his home in Peru, Indiana, and seized electronic devices. Kagan basically tried to throw Dirk Hayes under the bus, saying that Dirk may also have used his social media account. So Kagan Klein is one of those criminal types who, when confronted with his misdeeds, likes to say that it was some other dude. Note that when Klein was finally arrested and charged in the summer of 2020, Investigators claimed he victimized 15 young females, but there's only one listed on the prosecutor's list to testify. It's curious that not more of these young females are on that list. So far, it doesn't seem like any information that Kagan shared with investigators has played a role in assisting detectives investigating the Delphi case. But Carroll County Prosecutor Nicholas McLeland and Indiana State Police Superintendent Doug Carter have said that Delphi suspect Richard Allen may not have acted alone. Many believe that if Kagan Klein is thinking about a guilty plea for reduced charges, his only hope might be to supply information to Delphi detectives that helps move the Delphi case forward. The hosts of the blank sheet, I can't say that word, it starts with an M and ends with an R, also said this about the Delphi case and its investigators, and I quote, They believe that there may be other actors involved in the Delphi case. If they are thinking about Kagan Klein, in relation to that still, that has not been sort of ruled out, and we imagine that any sort of deal that would be made would have to involve that. They're not necessarily going to let somebody off the hook if they still feel that he has answers about Delphi that they want, which leads to some sort of slap on the wrist. So that could also be impeding any sort of deal-making in our view. But at the same time, if they've sort of ruled him out or they have moved away from that line of thinking, the Anthony Schatz account isn't involved or they can prove that, then I think they may be more likely to strike some sort of deal in our view." End quote. The steepest penalty Kagan Klein faces for convictions on one count in Miami County is a maximum of 12 years. By the time he comes to trial, Klein will have waited 33 months behind bars. If he's convicted of multiple charges, he likely will face concurrent sentences with suspended time. Moving on to the Lori Vallow-Chad Daybell case, you may recall this crazy case in which so many people died, including Lori's two children, J.J. Vallow 
and Tylee Ryan, Lori Vallow Daybell and Chad Daybell are going to have separate trials after all. Lori did not want to waive her right to a speedy trial as Chad Daybell did. Thus, her trial will occur before Chad's and it will take place next month starting on April 3rd. The trial is expected to last 10 weeks. The trial will be live-streamed to a room in the Madison County Courthouse for the public to watch. District Judge Steve Boyce issued an order governing courtroom conduct this week that lays out the rules for those attending the trial and what people can expect if they show up at the courthouse. The public can also attend the trial in person in the Ada County Courthouse, where an overflow room will be set up for additional seating. All spectators in Madison and Ada counties will have to follow the courtroom orders, including the following rules. 1. Everyone will be screened through security. 2. Handbags, backpacks, and other items are subject to inspection. Cell phones and other electronic devices must be off or in silent mode. They cannot record, photograph, or transmit sounds, images, or video from the courtroom. 4. Seating is provided on a first-come basis through an online reservation system. Reservations can be made the business day before each trial date. 5. Attendees may not wear buttons or items that display messages of any kind. 6. The overflow rooms are being offered only for the portions of the jury trial that are public, subject to the technological needs and possible periodic interruptions due to technological issues. Note that I cannot use the M word in this video, so I'm going to say blank for it instead, and I'm pretty sure you'll understand what I mean as we continue. Lori Vallow Daybell is charged with multiple counts of first degree blank and conspiracy to commit blank for the deaths of seven year old Joshua J.J. Vallow and 16 year old Tylee Ryan. Lori has also been charged in connection to the death of Chad Daybell's previous wife, Tammy. Vallo Daybell has also been accused of conspiracy in the Arizona death of her estranged husband, Charles Vallo. Lori has pleaded not guilty to all charges. Her attorneys have also asked an Idaho judge to dismiss the death penalty ahead of her trial. They are arguing that Lori is mentally ill and thus should not be facing this ultimate punishment. We will have to wait and see. Moving on to the case out of Moscow, Idaho. Brian Koberger, the suspect in the deaths of University of Idaho students Kaylee Gonsalves, Zana Kornodal, Ethan Chapin, and Madison Mogan, now has a second death penalty certified lawyer. This hints to the defense considering it a very high probability that the state will seek the death penalty. Michael McAuliffe, a former federal prosecutor and elected state attorney, said this, Other than expenses, no downside exists to appoint a second seasoned capital defense attorney when the state seeks death 
It changes the case in fundamental ways, including, among others, bifurcating guilt and punishment, a much longer time frame for trial preparation and trial, and enhanced discovery obligations. End quote. Niyama Ramini, an attorney and former federal prosecutor, told Newsweek that prosecutors will almost certainly seek the death penalty. There are multiple aggravating factors, including the four victims and the heinous and cruel nature of the crime. If you believe in the death penalty, this is a death penalty case, end quote. Having a second defense qualified attorney working on Koberger's defense also protects against appellate issues if Koberger's first public defender, Ann Taylor, is disqualified during the trial. Andrew Cherkoski, a criminal defense attorney and a former federal prosecutor, told News Nation that Idaho's administrative code requires death penalty cases to have at least two death-qualified defense attorneys. And that's all for today. I'm busy writing a sixth episode on the Dyatlov incident. If you haven't checked out that series, you need to. If you like a good bed crime story, I highly recommend it. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories, now please smash that like button, subscribe to my channel, leave me a comment, consider a membership, and I will see you next time.